Now, the Wealth Protection Diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, and a national speaker, best-selling author, and motivational teacher of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner. Her insights are motivating, her frankness inspiring. Here is Sherry Hill. Do you need more leads? Do you need more free leads? Do you want more free leads for life? Then you're in the right place at the right time. I'm really excited that my special guest was able to work us into his busy schedule and spend some time with me today. His name is David Cole, and he is a nationally recognized expert in using LinkedIn to create an endless stream of qualified prospects. His book, Go From Zero to Hero on LinkedIn, Jumpstart Your Prospecting Success in as little as seven days, hit top 10 in sales on Amazon. Today, I'm asking Dave to pull the curtain back and reveal how to turn your LinkedIn profile into a 24 by 7 lead prospecting magnet. Dave, welcome. Pleasure to be here, Sherry. <laughs> and I, I tell you what, I'm very happy I came in yesterday. Yes. Because <laughs> it is some serious wind out there today. Actually, my wife and I chose to drive up. We're in, we live in Prescott, Arizona. We thought, you know, we've never done that. We've never seen this country. So uh, about halfway up there, we uh, up here rather, we said, well, we've done this now. It's off our bucket list. We're going to fly next time. Oh, yes. (laughs) There's a lot of beautiful open space in the state of Nevada. You know, a lot of it was beautiful. Yeah, it it was nice. It was enjoyable. People don't appreciate it, but we do. (laughs) A few years ago, you discerned that marketing on the internet was changing. So how did you, in your infinite wisdom, get ahead of the curve to make sure that you were leveraging social media in the best way possible. Well, let me tell you sort of what I went through as, as a business owner. I've been in business now about 30 years, and I think a lot of what I went through is typical of, of, of a lot of people, a lot of our listeners. What I had been using for years worked fine. I had a system, I had the way I advertised, the way I sent out postcards, the way I conducted seminars, because my niche is teaching people how to use a self-directed retirement plan to diversify into real estate, precious metals, things like that. So it was a very educational format, and then people attending those webinars or those events would then talk with me. So everything was great, and although there were the ups and downs, that we all had as business people, because I've been doing this since the 1990s, everything seemed to go along pretty smoothly until 2008. (laughs) I don't know if anybody noticed a little bit of a difference in 2008, but I was used to my business slowing down in the fall about the end of November, of course, the holiday season, December, right? And then it started to wake back up about the first to the middle part of February. Well, in 2008, it didn't wake up. (laughs) <laughs> it, it, it was in a coma. Uh, it literally, I'd never in my business, Sherry, ever hit a hard stop. Everything shut down. Nobody was making any decisions. Nobody was moving forward. And everything that I had been using stopped working. I, I, I kept trying, but I was throwing money, good money after bad money, because it just wasn't producing me any benefits at all. So, you know, it was a, it was a real transition for me. 
So I struggled through this. Uh, we downsized like a lot of, of companies did to survive. Um, you know, I have clients that have been with me for many, many years. I'm very dedicated to, to, to helping them. I didn't want to abandon them. So we literally downsized to a bedroom in our house to survive. Wow. And yeah. It was yeah. rough. And I, I'm not telling anybody anything that they probably didn't go through themselves. But during that time and trying to figure out how to survive and nothing worked, I knew I had to change. I just didn't know what to do. I had no idea. So I was watching a news story one night, 60 Minutes, I think, and they came out talking about social media. And they said, social media is going to shape the Internet. And then they gave the reasons why. And they said that people – now, this, now by now we're into 2009, middle of 2009, right? They said people felt betrayed because of what they've seen happen with – with banks, mortgage companies, insurance companies, the stock market. They felt like they, these, these institutions had turned around and bit the hand that fed them. And they didn't know what to do. So people started turning to each other. And that's when social media got traction. They, say, they would think, you know, I need to have this product or service. And they say, well, Sherry, what, have you had any experience with them? Did you buy anything? What do you think? And so when that started happening and people started relying on themselves, the evolution of that today, Sherry, is that you and I and billions of people just like us control the Internet. Right. Well, because we found our voice. Exactly. And that, that's what's so fascinating because really during that time, <clears throat> like you said, we, you know, especially in the, the business world and as business owners, more isolation, who, who can really help me? And then you realize the platform of social media open the doors and our eyes to, wow, we have a much bigger voice. We can really share our opinion. And for those that were left standing, <laughs> credible, reliable, says something about the business acumen of those that made it through the Great Depression, recession, whatever we want to call it. Your backstory is, is really powerful because now here you are, you're in your bedroom sitting right. there going, gosh, I still need to service the clients that I have been servicing for a lot of years. Because during that time, I mean, it was MySpace and Facebook and all. How did you really zero in on LinkedIn? After I got through listening to the 60 Minutes broadcast, I thought to myself, okay, they made a valid point. They said, literally, if you're a business person and you're going to be successful in the future, you must adopt social media. You know what? I didn't want to. <laughs> Even though they told me that, it's the pain of change. It's taking on something new. It's finding the time to learn it and then implement it. And so I resisted, but I thought, no, I better dig into this. So I started doing research. And at that time, there really wasn't anything on the market or consultants or advisors or anything that said, here's how you use social media if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business person. Now, they said, here's how you find so use social media to find a job. I wasn't looking for a job. I was looking to create a better marketing foundation for my business. So I kept digging into it, and I looked at the platforms at that time. Like I said, MySpace was, was really getting big at that time. I looked at Twitter. I, Twitter is nice, I guess, for 
other types of applications. Well, if you're Beyonce or even Peyton Manning today, Twitter is great because though you, the masses do want to know where you're going and what you're doing and if you're releasing a new song. But yes. I've never figured out how I could really benefit from Twitter that somebody would be so compelled to want to know what I'm thinking every day. Right. It's, it's too <laughs> short of a soundbite to really, for me anyway, be effective. So then I looked at Facebook, <clears throat> and Facebook is awesome for a lot of our activities of communicating. I got kids from Oahu <laughs> to, to Indianapolis, and so Facebook is where we congregate. And, uh, you know, but I watch my wife use Facebook. So she's on her iPad, and I just watch her with those fingers stroking up, stroking, you know, as she's going through her news feed. And what she's looking for are people that we know, family members, or something interesting. And then she'll stop. So, you know, again, Facebook has a real good application. I'm not a Facebook expert. I leave that to my wife. So I kept digging for something that fit me. And when I looked at LinkedIn, Bingo. I mean, there it was. This is, a, is the world's largest professional platform for business owners, C-level executives, and, and other career-minded people. In fact, right now, LinkedIn just exceeded 400 million members worldwide. Wow. wow. <laughs> That's a, they, they, they tell me, because I know some of the people at LinkedIn, and what they've said is, we will be 1 billion in less than five years. And I think they will, because it's a platform that allows us to do things that no other platform does. And I'm going to share some of that with you today. But yes, I zeroed on LinkedIn, because when I looked at LinkedIn, I said, wow, here's all my clients. Here's all my, my future customers. They're already gathered together for me right here on LinkedIn. Right. And we are going to talk a little bit about that because, you know, really the key is it's great to be on a platform, but unless you know how to use it effectively, then again, it's just more work and effort to create what. So we're going to get, get more into that. But LinkedIn, it really is the professional network. I find it comical when I'll go out there and look at some of the photos or non-photos and where, you know, people have tried to turn it into like a Facebook, but it doesn't work, it doesn't fit. And instantly, you lose credibility if you're not really following how LinkedIn should reflect you as the business owner or the professional. Exactly. And that's what I struggled with for so long. I didn't understand that LinkedIn has its own distinct culture and etiquette. And you have to understand that when you do, that's when you start experiencing success on LinkedIn. And of course, that starts with a good picture. Absolutely. <laughs> Those silhouettes of non-existent phantom people, I'm not sure what they're thinking. If they went ahead and put a profile up, why wouldn't you put a photo? Yeah. I don't get it. You know what I, I tell people? <laughs> You're committing LinkedIn suicide if you don't have a photo. Right. And a professional photo. Right. And I know in a, a future segment here, we're going to be talking about your profile more in depth. You realized that LinkedIn was going to be the platform that was going to help you grow your business, which is you know working with folks in the self-directed IRA and, and retirement world. So based on that, because you were one of the early adopters then. Yeah, there, there wasn't anything out there to help me, so I just did like everybody does. I dove in and put up a profile, and, um, you know, I finished my first profile, and I showed it to my wife, and she said, oh, that's, that's nice, honey. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then I, I just waited. I expected something to happen. Well, after all, I put up a nice profile, right? 
<laughs> yes. All yes. I all I got were crickets and cobwebs. <laughs> well, we're going to change that, of course, for our <laughs> listeners. When we come back, I want you to share your insights on how you should be using LinkedIn to get all the leads you need. This is Mike Fossey from Fort Collins, Colorado and Reno, Nevada. You are listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is important to me because she gave me the opportunity to promote the Civil Air Patrol and Honor Flight. Sherry Hill is the wealth protection diva. Buying investment real estate is a big decision. Getting the right mortgage is critical. This is Michelle Holbert, NMLS 184194 and MLB 3723 from Caliber Home Loans. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be your best investment purchase of a lifetime. When you find the right property at the right price, you'll need to be pre-approved for your mortgage to lock in your deal with the seller. Caliber Home Loans is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit www.michelleholbert.com, and that's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, H-U-L-B-E-R-T dot com or call 775-284-1922. This is Michelle Holbert from Caliber Home Loans. Thank you. Caliber Home Loans located at 6530 South McCarran Boulevard, Reno, Nevada, 89509. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own? Or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? Well, first, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should? Like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes. For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put the proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started on the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. This is Leah Cartwright, Government Relations Manager at J.K. Bells & Associates. You are listening to the Sherry Hill Radio Show. Sherry Hill is important to me because she has the ideas that make Reno work. The millennial generation gets great ideas from the Sherry Hill Radio Show. It doesn't matter how good your product or service is or how skilled a salesperson you are. You will never reach your goals of success unless you have a steady stream of leads who have the need for what you offer, plus the money to purchase, and finally, the authority to say yes. My guest, David Cole, nationally acclaimed LinkedIn speaker and author of Go From Zero to Hero on LinkedIn, Jumpstart Your Prospecting Success in As Little as Seven Days, which is available on Amazon, has been on the forefront of showing thousands of business professionals how to generate unlimited free leads among millions of LinkedIn members. So Dave, I'm sure you recognize that many of us are just lost in the realm of social media, that digital sea of commerce busyness that offers no real tangible results. I'm going to ask you if I can borrow that uh, lost in the digital sea of commerce busyness. (laughs) I love that. That's a great tagline. So what I went through and what I had to learn 
uh, really relates to anybody that's getting ready to use social media. Because everybody tells people, you know, you got to be tweeting, you got to be posting on Facebook, you got to have a LinkedIn profile, you got to have Instagram and Pinterest, and you got to have a blog. And pretty soon it's just overwhelming. It is commerce busyness. And at the end of the day, people say, man, I was busy all day, but what did I do? What did I accomplish? And that's not a wise use of our time as business people. You know, we have, what, 480 minutes a day, roughly an eight-hour day, somewhere in there. And I must have lunch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, we have to do everything that's, that's necessary to make our business successful in a certain time frame. And so social media is important. But what people do is they get on social media, Sherry, and they have no plan. Right. They just are told to be on social media. And so if you don't have a plan on social media, it's just a bunch of yakking with no selling, you know. And so social media needs a purpose. Just like you'd set up an advertising campaign for your product or service, you, just, just, you don't just throw it up in the universe and whatever comes down comes down. You give the thought, you plan, you implement, you have a way to handle the leads. Social media is the same. And when people attend my workshops, for example, that's the first light bulb that goes off. They go, oh, you're going to give me a plan on what I can do on social media. Now, I'm talking about social media in generality because a lot of this does apply to Facebook, for example, um, and what I teach in my workshops. But again, that's not my focus. My focus is LinkedIn. We were talking earlier how it's such a different platform than Facebook or Twitter. Well, when you talk about a plan, though, now you literally up on a big whiteboard, you can lay out Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest. So depending on your business, where are you going to reach your most likely prospects? So if I'm someone selling purses, obviously a Pinterest makes sense because it's photos and things like that. So I like the idea of really drilling down and figuring out what makes the most sense. Now, as a professional, there's lots and lots of people that are, aren't selling a product. They're selling more of a service, coaches, real estate people that type where LinkedIn makes way more sense than some of the other platforms. Exactly. And you made a really solid point there, very important point, when you said, who is your prospect? Because that's the first thing that I had to learn. And one of the first things that I teach my students, who is your ideal prospect? Some people say, when I ask early on, they'll, they'll say, well, you know, anybody can fog a mirror. You know, I got product service everybody can buy. But that's not true. Every product and every service has a very targeted market that it should be offered to. So for those making notes, the first thing or first action you should take for social media in general and especially LinkedIn, you must figure out who your ideal prospect is. You've got to figure out what their interests are. Where do they hang out online? What keeps them up at night? What do they lose sleep over? What kind of information could you provide that they would appreciate that would create a relationship with them? Uh, how can you raise your hand and stay uh, on their top of mind awareness or on their radar? I mean, this, this is how you build a social media plan, but you're speaking to a very defined market. And actually, when you get used to doing that and you target your messages specifically to that market, 
that's when you start experiencing true success on social media because you're talking to the needs, wants, and desires of a group of people who are motivated to become your clients. Well, and that's interesting because I'm just now starting to experience that. I write a fabulous newsletter, very content-rich, not long, not lengthy, but includes a video. And so for the last three months, we've been posting up my monthly newsletter. Literally, every time after that goes up, I get a whole bunch of people emailing through LinkedIn saying, great post, that was fantastic, thank you for sharing. And so those are what I would call then potential prospects, because they've already said, I like what you're saying, I like what you're sharing. And also, after that, I get usually a handful of requests to connect on LinkedIn. So I'm starting to realize the, the power of that needing to produce content, because this is about content. Let's talk about that, because you're a content producer too, otherwise we're not talking to our right market. Exactly. So you're doing exactly what you need to be doing. So the first point people should keep in mind is figure out who your ideal prospect is. We even provide a worksheet and outline for our students because that gets the idea started. Second. You need to respect the culture and etiquette of LinkedIn. I referred to that earlier. You see, LinkedIn is a very protected platform. It's a place where you should be able to interact with people without being spammed or promoted to death. And LinkedIn is very jealous of their platform, and they've taken some steps this last year to further protect it from would-be spammers that just put out thousands of messages. They eliminated their ability to do that, which is a wonderful thing for LinkedIn. So the whole culture, and what I had to figure out, nobody was there to teach me, was that the whole culture of LinkedIn is about you. It's not about me. It's, it's not about my message. It's not about what I want. It's about you. How can I help you? What can I do to move you forward in your world? What information can I provide to you that you would appreciate and find helpful? Because when you do that, you actually become a client-attracting magnet. Because people do two things. One, they reciprocate when you're helpful and say, thank you. You just mentioned that. They would come back saying, hey, thanks for the post. Solid information. I really appreciate it. And the next is... I can't remember which scientist said this. Was it Einstein or somebody said a body in motion remains in motion? When you push a person away, as it were, with just helpful information not promoting yourself, they will reciprocate and swing back to you and be more open to connecting with you and wanting to know what you do. But there, there's a good point because what I never did before in the past, I've started to, is I actually then responded to each one of those individuals that reached out and said, great post or thank you for sharing. So again, it's that building on the connectivity because what we're talking about is how do you really identify who is your perfect market on LinkedIn? How do you generate those leads? And anyone that's responding to what you're sharing is falling into that category of these are people that are interested in potentially doing business with you. Exactly. So you always have to keep in mind what the purpose of LinkedIn is. LinkedIn is all about connecting. It's about building a tribe of people who know you, who like you, and eventually will trust you because they see you as a kind, generous, and helpful person. So what I teach, and and everybody wants to make a sale of your product or service, that's understandable. 
and, and social media is, is uh, an avenue a lot of people try. But they lose sight that the first win is not the sale. The first win is them giving you a gift, and that gift is their connection or stepping into your tribe of people that you're known to. Right. If you look at it being helpful and connecting the people and inviting them to your tribe, the door is now opened up for the helpful information that you're going to provide to all of your, in this case, called first-level connections on LinkedIn. Right. And part of that is not just the great post. It's also that literally a handful of people that you know I never would have reached or connected with in the offline world are saying, hey, I want to connect with you on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if they, they must have read the newsletter or saw what I was talking about. Otherwise, why would they be reaching out to me? Exactly. What, what's the, the beautiful power of LinkedIn is that, first of all, your posts that you put out, and you said you wrote an article, that goes out to your first-level connections first. Then it's given to your second-level connections, and for some people, that's millions of connections. And thirdly, Based on popularity and comments and, and people reading it, LinkedIn chooses to put it out into the LinkedIn universe. And if it's popular enough, it will end up on, the, on Google. Mm. So LinkedIn can literally help you become a published, recognizable expert on the Internet. It's awesome. Right. But again, back to how you open this segment is a plan. So it's not about just throwing a bunch of stuff out, kind of like where Facebook is. Oh, I'm, you know, at a wedding or it's a beautiful scenery or whatever. Pretty much you can post whatever's happening in that moment. LinkedIn, in my mind, is a more planned event. A friend of mine says he does nothing on social media without purpose behind it. Same thing I'm guessing you're saying is if you're going to produce content, it better have some value to those that you hope are going to read or experience it. Exactly. So there is a step-by-step plan. We started touching on it. First of all, figure out your ideal prospect. Secondly, make sure your profile is written properly to speak directly to those people. Now, this is before you go out building your tribe because the first thing you're going to do is say, who wants to connect with me and visit your profile? If it's not correct, there's a disconnect. When we come back, I'm going to ask LinkedIn expert Dave Cole to explain why, as a business owner, you can't afford not to be found on LinkedIn. This is Matt Westfield, founder and director of Entrepreneurs Assembly. You are listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is important to me because I learn things I wouldn't learn anywhere else. Thank you, Sherry Hill. Sage International Incorporated fosters the entrepreneurial spirit by first educating our clients. In fact, we wrote the best-selling book, Incorporate and Get Rich, as recommended by Robert Kiyosaki in his bestseller, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. For over 20 years, we've taught thousands of business owners, investors, professionals, and entrepreneurs how to properly structure their business and personal assets to avoid the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and death taxes. Call Sage International Incorporated at 1-800-254-5779 to set up a free 30-minute consultation. That's 1-800-254-5779. Sage International. So, you're thinking about buying investment real estate. Getting the right mortgage is a critical part of your decision. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. 
With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R. That's S-U-M-M-I-T-F-U-N-D-I-N-G dot net forward slash L-C-A-R or call 775-626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750. NMLS number 3199 and NMLS number 1042857. Thank you. Summit Funding Incorporated is located at 5931 Los Altos Parkway, Suite 105, Sparks, Nevada, 89436. This is John Moran, Executive Director of the Entrepreneur's Assembly. You are listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is important to me because she is a great contribution to our EA organization. Success-oriented people listen to Sherry Hill. If you have comments about today's show or any questions, please email sherry at sherryhillshow.com. The first step in any marketing strategy is to establish some goals. One of your goals, as we're learning today, is how to effectively use LinkedIn, a real business giant with over 400 million users and considered the number one platform for businesses using social media. Yet many people put a huge amount of their efforts into juggling Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. This one mistake, not using LinkedIn exclusively, will have you leaving tons of money on the table and having you work way too hard. My guest, David Cole, is a professional LinkedIn speaker and creator of a step-by-step lead prospecting blueprint in his best-selling book available on Amazon, Go From Zero to Hero on LinkedIn, Jumpstart Your Prospecting Success in as little as seven days. Dave, since LinkedIn is a search engine just like Google, let's talk about the importance of your LinkedIn profile to get found. You know, earlier you were mentioning the success you were having when you posted some really helpful articles, and a lot of people commented, appreciated it, asked to connect with you, and that is the heart and soul of LinkedIn. It's all about building your own community of people who know, like, and trust you. And a part of that process, though, is that you have to be ready for those connections, for those requests, for you to build your community. So what I do is in my classes, I liken it to building a house. You know, let's say you have a house, the walls are up, the roof's on, uh, floors, but you have no insulation in it. Uh, it's, uh, it's, there's no flooring. <laughs> you know, it's just a big empty shell. I mean, it doesn't even have a bathroom. You wouldn't step back and look at it and say, you know what? That's good enough and invite all your friends and family and neighbors to show off your house. You wouldn't. It's not finished Uh, You want them to enjoy the visit. You want to be proud of your new house. Same thing on LinkedIn. When you put up a profile, Sherry, that's you. 
It's first of all about you. Who are you? Because people want to connect with you. Your products and services are secondary to the personal connection. So your profile must represent you properly. So the mechanics of writing an entrepreneurial style profile are very distinct and you have to follow these certain steps in order to have a profile that resonates with your visitor. Because we come back to the LinkedIn culture. Remember I said it's all about you being generous. How can I help move you forward? What can I do for you? And in other words, in a lot of my messages, I'll say, well, how can I help you expand your network? What can I do to help you? So your profile really has to stay with that same theme. And it has to speak to your visitor. Because when you're out on the internet searching, you don't care about what's in it for the company you're clicking on, right? Right. Right. You're, you're looking for something you need, information or entertainment or something. So when we search the internet, we ourselves, we have to respect that's the same for other people. They're there to find out about you, but also about what you offer or have, because they're interested or they're intrigued. So the message that you have to get across has to be loaded with WIFM. And WIFM is, what's in it for me? So when you speak directly to the person visiting and it resonates with them and makes a connection, that's when they start to to look at you as a different kind of professional or person to connect with because you get them, you understand them, and now they realize that you have something that they might be interested in. Well, and and interesting, you know, because I go out and I look at a lot of LinkedIn profiles because as I'm inviting guests onto the radio show, that's one of the places I land to learn a little more about them. And I'm always fascinated. You actually get to demonstrate and share your personality on LinkedIn. Some people treat it as like, this is my resume versus I can really show off who I am, my creativity. And so I think once people started to understand that this is another profile, it should not just be your resume, that you can be creative and have fun and be interesting. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because remember, it's connecting people with other people. So if we find a person open and honest and interesting, we're probably going to want to connect with that person. Right. And I know that you do a lot of webinars and trainings and things like that. So if somebody's interested in finding out more about that besides buying your book, where should they go? Well, the best place is to visit our website, which is uh, www.02herolinkedin.com. And the the two is spelled out, not the number two. So 02herolinkedin.com. Okay. So really to get to that all-star profile, which I have an all-star profile, but I have actually spent a lot of time on my profile to make sure that it does reflect who I am and not just a bio and a resume of ancient histories. So having a great profile, having a great picture, let's talk about the picture. Right? Because people still don't post a picture. I don't understand uh, it. Yeah, a picture is so <laughs> critical. This this is a visual social platform. We just talked about people connecting with people. Well, how can I connect with a person who has no picture? It's just an avatar there. There is no connection. So people who do that, if that's what they've done now, please put up a picture. But you have to be careful with the picture because 
It's not the place, as we talked about, for Facebook-style pictures. It doesn't matter, you know, how great that family vacation was and how wonderful the picture is of you with the scenery in the background. I lived in Sedona for a long, long time before I just moved to Prescott. And I would see people that visit Sedona, and they're smiling with the red rocks behind them. It's a place for people to connect with other professionals or experts or business people looking for products and services. So you want to put your best face forward. That is the first step to inspiring confidence that you're serious about what you do. Now, I tell everybody, if you can afford it, I want you to go to a professional photographer. Seriously. I mean... Well, you need that for your whole business anyway. <laughs> yeah, Don't yeah, get exactly. me started there on, there on all that. But yeah. So then really next to that, besides a great picture and, and certainly you know bringing out your personality, you spend a lot of time on the, the headline or my title. Yes. So like mine says, Sherry Hill Wealth Protection Diva. Trust me, there is no other wealth protection diva on LinkedIn. It's See, me. That's that's excellent. That's <laughs> right? a, that's a brand. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. So again, you you mentioned earlier about a resume, and that's the first mistake that people did do. That's what I did. I just put up a resume. Well, I, I'm not looking for a job. I'm looking to do business with you and provide my products and services. So we refer to the top of your profile. That's where your picture is, your info name, your your headline. We call that your billboard, and that's what it is. It's your advertising billboard. How can you optimize that? How can you maximize that to convey the most amount of information to the person searching and at the same time reach out and what we call grab their eyeballs by speaking directly to them? And so there's a formula that we've developed over time to do this, and we show people the difference between a typical resume-style headline or billboard and one that's fully optimized. The difference is astounding. Now, here's why it's so important. When people are searching on LinkedIn, first of all, they put in whatever they're searching for, and all these people start populating on the search page, right? And then being visual creatures, we scan pictures first. (laughs) There's the professional photo. It's important. And then we scan the headline. So we'll scan picture and then headline. When the information in the headline or the billboard captures our interest, We're focused. We call it graying the page. Our competitors drop out in the background, and we only see one listing, and we decide in a nanosecond whether we're going to click on that listing. That's where the headline comes into play. So if you're a realtor and you just say, you know, my name is John Jones, and I'm a realtor buyer's representative, and that's all that you have there, what makes you distinct from other realtors? What would make me click on your bio or your profile page as opposed to anybody else on the page. But if you come out with a statement that speaks directly to me, that captures my interest, then you've got my click. Right. And so you're in competition right on the search page, and that's why the billboard is so important. Now, we teach our students one extra step. We teach them how to get people off the search page immediately that never even go to your profile. Wow. Definitely want to take you up on that, right? (laughs) I've actually sat through your workshop and uh, learned a lot from you, so I really appreciate that you're here. Once we've got our photo, once we've got our billboard, once we've really got what sets us apart, our unique qualifier, because in a sea of insurance professionals and real estate professionals and coaching professionals, 
you really have to be able to stand apart. Then you drop down into the content, and this is where, again, you can be more fun and interesting and creative, but you hit it on the head. What's in it for me? Don't talk about you all the time. I mean, certainly we need to know a little bit of your background, but really talk about why you want to be speaking to talk to the potential audience that we're trying to reach. Exactly. And that's going to determine the first win if they're going to connect with you, and it's going to determine their next call or next action. Now, you have a strong, clear call to action in your profile. Again, this is in the summary section is where this is at, but it's going to determine their very next move based on whether or not you've spoken to their needs. This is also a great platform, like I have discovered, to post up my monthly newsletter, which is driving interest and connection. What are other things that you recommend that people use this platform for posting? A lot of people who start to use the LinkedIn platform have that social media mindset of, Puppies, kittens, and babies, <laughs> you know, and although those may get attention in other types of media, they're really not appropriate for LinkedIn. However, with this caveat, if you use a photo meme, which is the photo with the overlaid print on it, your copy on it, those are effective in some cases, if, especially if it relates back to your product or service. But again, the platform is all about, first of all, speaking to your ideal prospects, writing a profile that speaks to your ideal prospects, connecting with them and building your tribe, and now the next part is becoming known to them. You become known by sharing updates, for example. So it's very simple. On your homepage on LinkedIn, you just clear share an update, click share an update, and you can post your information right there. In our next segment, using the advanced features of LinkedIn to put yourself and your business miles ahead of your competition. This is Douglas Howe, founder and principal at Emerson Management Solutions and a mentor with Entrepreneurs Assembly. You are listening to The Sherry Hill Show. If you are a mover and a shaker, you should be listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Thank you, Sherry. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services that will lay a solid foundation under a business owner's dream. If you're thinking of starting a business and you're not sure where to begin, Sage International Incorporated offers a free 30-minute consultation. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. Many times, closing a real estate deal fast is the key to getting the great deal done. At Socotra Capital, we help you get the money fast. This is Dave Washburn, Vice President of Loans and Investments at Socotra Capital. We are a hard money lender for real estate transactions that need to close fast, way before banks or institutional financing can complete the deal. We're ready to talk to you about closing your transaction quickly, and we can get you the money fast. Visit www.socotracapitalnevada.com or call 775-420-4990 for a personal appointment. Thank you. Socotra Capital, Nevada is located at 298 Kingsbury Grade, Suite 1G, State Line, Nevada, 89449. 
David Washburn's NMLS agent number, 51269, NMLS 331429, MLD 4075, company NMLS number 1142425, Socotra Capital, Nevada, Incorporated. This is David Cole, author of Go From Zero to Hero on LinkedIn. You're listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is important to me because her focus is educating business owners how to take it to the next level. Sage advice and guidance is what you get when you listen to The Sherry Hill Show. If you missed any part of today's show and would like to listen to the podcast, please visit sherryhillshow.com. Many people who use LinkedIn miss the whole point of using it as a social media network. They may post updates about their products, events, blog posts, or incentives, but they don't actually reach out and make personal contact with anyone. My guest, David Cole, nationally acclaimed LinkedIn speaker and author of Go From Zero to Hero on LinkedIn, Jumpstart Your Prospecting Success in as Little as Seven Days, available on Amazon. So Dave, during your trainings, which I have been fortunate enough to attend, you talk about how you can discover the exact steps to identify your ideal prospects, quickly establish yourself as an expert in your niche, and then move these new leads out into the real world where you can make your presentation and close the sale. So I'd like you to address the whole point of using LinkedIn, which is to make actual connections. We can communicate or keep ourselves top of the mind awareness with this community that we've built. And the first and easiest is just simply sharing an update. So remember earlier I talked about one of the exercises in figuring out your ideal prospect is, you know, what are their interests? What are their concerns? What keeps them up at night? What can you provide to them that they would appreciate? And that's what you want to keep in mind for most, in most cases for the types of updates that you share. Because we said earlier, it's not, this isn't a Twitter-type platform. Right. This is about information that they will appreciate receiving. And if you stay with that theme, the thing is they're going to follow it. They're going to like it. They're going to share it. Uh, they're going to always read the information that you share. But your goal is not just to be on the radar, as it were. Your goal is to separate yourself from your competitors, and you do that by becoming what we call a thought leader, a person that's an expert, that's a step above everyone else that's, uh, that's out there on LinkedIn. There's two steps to doing that. One, you already alluded to earlier, you've already done. You've written a, link, a newsletter, a long-form post is what it's called. You want to put out information that they go, wow, that's awesome. I didn't realize. In fact, if you put out the right information, it can go viral by them telling other members, you've got to have this same information. But you know, the final, the real key to becoming a thought leader that a lot of people don't think about themselves or do, and that is establish your own group, a group you own. There's over 2 million groups on LinkedIn. Think of groups as clubs and associations, or, or they're like the uh, Chamber of Commerce on steroids. It's the place where people with similar interests and concerns or issues gather in a forum to speak about those things. And they literally cover every topic on earth. If you want to talk to people about raising llamas, there's groups on LinkedIn. If you want to, you have a product for personal chefs, 
Last search, there's 12, 14,000 personal chefs in groups on LinkedIn. So you can establish a group of that would be of interest to your particular clients or prospects, rather, and invite them to the group. And you don't have to be promotional. They know what you, services and products you have. You just post really helpful content, sort of moderate the discussions. In doing so, you've now raised yourself to a thought leader. Now in your profile, you can put founder of such and such a group. How do I move people off of LinkedIn into the real world? How can I interact with them so that they're in my normal sales process or what we call our sales funnel? What, 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 what steps are involved? Because until I was taught, I didn't understand it. Right. Yet it's so simple in application. Because once a person's a part of your tribe, your your connections, your network, once they've seen that your posts, your updates rather, are professional and relevant to their interests, once they see that you've put out some lengthier articles and perhaps established your group, they're already, they know you and they like you and see you as a generous person. So at that point, you can now softly segue them off of LinkedIn. Remember, you can message all your first-level connections individually. So I have a group of leads that I want to now move off into the real world. So I might send you a message that says, Hi, Sherry. You know, I loved LinkedIn for networking, but I like to get to know people in the real world. So I have this article or case study or report that I thought you specifically would really enjoy. So I've sent it to your email. Uh, When you receive it, let me know, and I'd love to know what you think. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't push you. I didn't get promotional. I kept your interest ahead of mine. But here's how that message works. One, if you send back an email that says, Dave, got your email, you have just now allowed me to move you off of LinkedIn into your traditional email. After my last posting, somebody reached out. And so I hopped out and I looked at their profile and I said, wow, you're someone that Obviously, I need to get to know better. Believe it or not, I was a local, so real easy to meet for coffee. However, he has not responded. And so I would guess that a part of working the LinkedIn process is don't just push stuff out and then not engage and respond to people. That's a huge mistake I think people make. So if I sent you this similar invitation and you didn't respond, I don't know what's going on in your world. It's on vacation, or you were sick, or kids were sick, or you just, some people just don't visit LinkedIn as often. So I would just recognize that, and I'd say, you know, hey, Sherry, I sent you a message a few days ago. I know you're probably as busy as I am, but there was some really uh, interesting information in there that, and I would restate what it was, and again, I'd love to hear what you think about it when you take a look at it. In most cases, that will prompt a uh, reply, because if people understand the etiquette of LinkedIn, after a period of time, it actually becomes rude not to respond. This is part of what people, I think, maybe have not really understood or discovered, where you go out on Facebook and I hit a like button, I've replied, I've responded, that's it. 
This is really about, as we've talked about, the power of LinkedIn. It's all about connecting. And so spending the time to who is reaching out to you, how do you engage in that conversation, whether it needs to just stay on LinkedIn or, as you said, the goal is to move them offline, where now we're talking via email or a telephone call or something that further builds that relationship. And I don't think people understand the power and that platform and why that matters if you really want to, you know, you hear people, I make a whole bunch of money off LinkedIn. I never could figure out how. Mm-hmm. Now I understand. Right. It's the moving them out into your regular sales funnel. Right. And <laughs> and, and that's an important point, your, your regular sales funnel. Now, when I talk about LinkedIn becoming a 24-7 prospecting machine, uh, there's, there's nice features of LinkedIn, who's viewed your profile, for example, and different things you can utilize. I'll even, I even teach my students how to have LinkedIn actually send you your ideal clients, prospects rather, have them serve them up to you on a silver platter. But there's more than that that needs to happen. So one of the things that we teach people to do is to always involve what we call their lead magnet. Because that particular person who's having a dialogue with you right now is a prospect. But are they a prospect today, three months from now, or six months from now? You don't know for sure. So once they express interest, you want to have them in an automatic database, an email system database that allows you to communicate with them regularly. So a lead magnet is exchanging valuable information with them in return again for the name and email so that you can continue to drip information on them outside the system. So, you know, some people are going to be hot. We call them heat of the moment. They're going to want to talk to you now. Let's hop on the phone. Let's do a join me presentation or something like that. But others may need that additional nurturing in the system that's outside of LinkedIn. Because honestly, trying to track messages and stuff in LinkedIn is not easy. Right. <laughs> you really need to transition people out to an outside database. Yeah, and, and that's really the power of it. So Dave, for people that are interested in purchasing your book, Go From Zero to Hero on LinkedIn, How to Jumpstart Your Prospecting Success in As Little as Seven Days, they can buy that on Amazon. Correct. But you also have a website that is offering all your additional trainings and one-on-one and everything that you do. That's uh, www.zerotoherolinkedin.com. I have learned a lot from you personally. I've seen you speak more than once and always look forward to those golden nuggets that you share. And as I am now personally experiencing some success on LinkedIn, it's finally everything's falling into place. I get it. I'm getting it. (laughs) See, that's awesome. (laughs) That's the whole idea, right? Right. Final words of wisdom that you want to share with our listeners. You know, the biggest word of wisdom is don't give up. Be consistent. Social media isn't an instant type of marketing. Now, there you may get some passive or what we call organic uh, interest, but in reality, it's, it's much like a garden. You've planted your, your seeds, which are your connections. You need to water them with relevant, helpful information, and that garden will grow, and it will continue to produce leads for you because here's the interesting thing. You're not just working on one prospect. There was a study I saw recently that one person influences the buying decisions of 11 other people. So you've planted one seed, that's your your prospect, 
but you have 11 other people beyond them that you could also influence. So don't give up. Be consistent. And you will experience success. And it is exciting when it happens. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to our further connections on LinkedIn. Thank you, Sherry. It's been a blast. The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. Send her a message on Facebook.com slash Sherry Hill Show. And tune in next week, same time, same station, for The Sherry Hill Show.